All right, with Best Notes, Cattell, Runt is the short dance film played at the Experimental Dance Film Festival. It's four minutes long. Really interesting film. Nice little emotional uh, story. You're the co-director of this film, correct? Yes. Yes. And this is the first film that you've made? Yes, this is my directorial debut. So I wrote, produced, uh, choreographed, and co-directed Runt. So you were busy? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> Would you, I'm just curious, right off the bat, would you want to make another film? 100%. This is, this is ignited the undying passion of this is 100% where the rest of my life is going to go. So, yes. Oh, wow. All right. So tell me what, what was the initial motivation to, uh, to make your first film? So um, I've choreographed, I'd choreographed for and movement directed for other Okay. films in the past um so that's always been my sort of experience and and I'm also a I've been working as a professional dancer for sort of the last 10 years um and moving forward I was sort of seeing okay where's the next step of my career going to go um and I knew it was going to be choreography however I'd I'd had this idea um which was inspired by a personal mental health um sort of journey and I really wanted to combine this in this kind of experimental, I don't know, theme. And I came up with this, with this idea and sort of developed that idea with my co-director, Brendan Void. And it's, it's everything and more that I hoped it could be. Um, so it's meant to be a sort of self-exploration journey. It's supposed to make you ask questions um, and, you know, using the medium of dance, which you know, in this experimental kind of, well, I don't want to use the word horror, but thriller kind of-esque um, theme. So, yeah. So, Brendan Boyd, he's the guy, he's the, you he co-directed with him. He was the cinematographer of the film. I think that we've shown a, another film of his in the past. The love yes, is, love yeah. is Hell. Love is Hell we showed. Uh, yeah. I am. Um, I was um, AD on Love Is Hell as well, and helped with the casting. So, I mean, Brendan is a multi-talented um, man. I mean, he is. He did cinematography for Run, also the original score, um, and co-directed. And you know, and with the music as well. I think having an original score is takes any film to a completely other dimension. Um, and what he's done with Runt is so beautiful, and with his cinematography. Um, which he's done in such a clever way, um, I think took it, you know, made it really. And he, he captured my vision, which is, you know, quite hard to do sometimes when you're collaborating. And, you know, he absolutely nailed it. So then you said you wrote this, this script. So you know, like you've, like you've been on set for other dance films. Yes. You understood yes. like kind of the process from an outside perspective or as a choreographer. And then like yeah. you said, you AD'd his, his film. So how did you how did you kind of write the script of this? Like, did you write kind of like the dance moves, like the the, the motion? Like, how was the the writing process? So I came up with the with the oh, it's more of a I suppose a concept really that I wanted to do a short. I knew it was going to be a short dance film, and I knew I wanted there were certain elements that I'd taken inspiration from. Um, for example, because of where we shot it, I knew I was taking inspiration from Scottish folklore and the Druids and the nymphs and, you know, dancing around the stone circles. That's kind of what I, you know, was I wanted I want I knew I wanted the choreography to be really earthy and kind of feel heavy. 
And I wanted that to represent what our protagonist was going through. And basically the idea, and it's it's done in a more subtle way, but is to raise awareness for depression and anxiety. So you never quite know what her full story is and you never know what's real. That's meant to be what's the kind of the questions. So is she really experiencing this? And we have these moments, we have some repeat shots of her just sitting still and just emoting. And, and then obviously we go into these like really sort of interpretive um, uh, dance sections where, I mean, if I, I know it's to, to an untrained eye, but for example, there's a lot of circular movement where she's going in one direction and they're going another. So it's that feeling of being trapped. Um, but yeah, I'd had a lot of experience um, choreographing on film before. I knew I knew how a set worked. I knew how to work with dancers um, and to, to make that look good on camera. But being in the director's role was was new for me. Um, and but I loved it. Absolutely loved it. And, you know, and also doing it with with someone else who, you know, who has all the experience of, you know, working with a camera because I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm not I'm not a camera expert, yeah. but <laughs> learning all that as I went as well. So kind of finding what looks best for the dancing and also look what looks best on film and then, you know, sort of not being emotionally attached to anything and then coming up with this beautiful edit um, was just the best experience. So tell me about the title runt. What is the meaning of the 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 word runt? There's there's two meanings. So I actually dreamt the title, um, <laughs> and the first reason is basically it's because the um the chorus dancers, the ensemble, are all wearing these um meta you know masks, which is a metaphor. So it's meant to be sort of you know the pack and prey kind of idea, which is you know a pretty simple idea. Um, so, you know, she's the run to the pack. You kind of, ne you never know. And it's supposed to kind of be flipping that concept on its head a little bit. The second meaning, which sounds a bit silly and personal, um, <laughs> but basically my my dog, um, who is my absolute soul animal, um, she, and I genuinely feel so connected to my pet, but she was the runt of the litter and, and is this absolute... Uh, furious force of nature animal and i just thought oh i don't know why that inspired it but it's come yeah. from the heart gotcha so, yeah. <laughs> never underestimate the, the runt right like the yeah. like the underdog i guess in a lot of ways the, the underdog yeah but also in the sense of like it's trying to flip it in the sense of like even though this person is feeling so deeply and you know it's so extreme but the force that that can then create, you know, whether that be positive or negative is then so powerful. Um, so it's trying and you never know where that's going to end up. And that's part of the reason. OK, so then the film starts with this, uh, by the way, who like your the, the, your lead is fantastic. She's got such screen yeah. presence. Yeah, um, she's brilliant. What's her what's her name? Her name is Karis Murray. Um, Karis Murray. Yeah, very, very good friend of mine, um, professional dancer, actress. I've worked with her for many years um, on dance jobs. Um, and I picked her because, I mean, number one, she's got this beautifully, like, expressive face. Yeah. And I knew and I knew that was so important. I mean, I knew she I knew she was a good, great dancer. And also me and her dance very, we have a very similar dance style. So I knew that I could choreograph on her and it would, and I knew kind of how it was going to come out 
before I'd even done it. Yeah. Secondly, but because I'd seen actually me and Brendan had gone to because she was getting more into her acting work and she'd been in a couple of plays um, in central London, which we went to see. And I was so impressed. And when I there's something about her face and yeah. her eyes, yeah. which delivers so beautifully. Um, but it's not it's not over the top. It's no. And I'm yeah, it's just enough. And she's, I'm she's an actress like she's like if I was a casting director, I'd be like, this is this person's got something like it's just something that that she doesn't do anything. It's just that there's she's young. Right. Like, yeah. but there's the, there's this like I've been through some shit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, look at her look in her eyes right and it's perfect yeah. for the role that she's playing in this film or maybe she's just doing that as an actor I don't know but it's like the way she portrayed this role she was fantastic yeah and and she did it actually and this was a learning curve for me because at first I thought I wanted there were certain scenes where I was thinking oh, do I do I need her to give a bit more like, like not that I didn't think she was capable she was more than capable but I was like do I want her to cry more here do I want her to scream and then actually, when I look back on it, she's done it to the most perfect yeah. nth degree. Um, and and, e and even what's so impressive, and a lot of dancers don't do this, is every scene where she's doing intense choreography, her face is completely in character. She is mad. She is sad. She is happy. She's bewildered. And it's all done through the eyes. And I think it's she's absolutely nailed it. I'm, I'm you know, I couldn't have picked anyone better. So okay, so you so it starts with her face, and then obviously something's going on, and then you got you kind of go into her psyche, and this is the 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 dance is really what's going on inside of her, like it's kind of almost like her fantasy or her dream exactly. of what's happening. Yes. So let me talk to me about about playing with the with the camera speed because obviously there's some slow motion shots that you have. Was that always like was that always something you were gonna do, or is something you figured out in editing? Um, a, a bit of both. I mean, I know in particular Brendan loves sluting, uh, shooting in slow motion. And it was meant to, I suppose, show the light and the shade and, you know, show those different levels. And particularly, you're absolutely right. Make the main huge sections of choreography are supposed to represent what is going on in, in her psyche. Um, so, for example, the first section is based on this kind of concept of social anxiety in the sense of oh okay i'm i'm you know i can move with everyone i'm comfortable with this you know I, i'm not having a panic attack i'm i'm fine and then it's like starts to progress out of that and it, and then your mind plays tricks with you and you're like no this doesn't feel safe this isn't okay um so using those slow-mo shots and i think particularly in the edit when we saw how beautifully karis was using her face we then we then had to highlight that because it was so it was so unique what she was doing um and it was representing exactly what i wanted to portray in that moment of oh this is fine i'm actually i'm enjoying this i'm happy but then it it goes off into this level which is you know un unsafe i think is the right way to describe and it then you got some sequences where she's running away from the the mask quote unquote mask figures and it's a really interesting shot. Like, how did she, did you rig her? Like, or was is like, a lot of it's a handheld yeah. camera, but was she rigged? Like, was the camera rigged on, on her? How did that yeah. happen? We had, we hired this uh, Snorri cam, which was this huge piece of equipment um, and quite heavy. So Karis, bless her, is only little. So she's about 
five foot two and she had this huge I mean I mean I can't describe it it's this full back sort of support situation it goes all the way around the waist and the chest and then it's got these huge um you know like supports coming off it and then a heavy camera on the end so asking her to run with it you know when she's got this huge weight on the front of her but I mean there's quite a few shots with the snowy cam actually when she's um there's a beautiful one as she's um progressing up a sort of incline um from the woods heading onto the beach and you, the sunlight just catches her and it's when she's sort of like trying to escape that kind of that yeah. that area um but that actually the running shot is probably one of my favorite shots in the in the whole film i was so proud of it i think it looks brilliant it is, it, well you know i i see a lot of films obviously and i i don't i haven't seen that shot last time i saw it was maybe like Maybe like 10, 15 years ago on Breaking Bad. That's the last time I saw um, someone do that. I don't know if, they, if you... If oh, that's you, such a compliment. I, honestly, that's amazing. I don't know if you remember that. that they, they did that a few times on the... I don't know if you watch the show, but I don't remember seeing that. And it's... What's it called? What's the camera called again? A snorry cam. Snorry. <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... Oh, no. uh, yeah, it's, it's fantastic. But, but at the same time, you're the audience is aware that the camera is on them. You know what I mean? It's one of those like we're aware of what's happening we're aware that that but then it works for your film because it's a fantasy it's in what's in her mind it's in her soul so basically yeah it works for the so then so tell me what, what about the rest of the cast which they're all fantastic and the way you shot it you're really close up on them like how did you find the rest of your dance class cast so i mean they were all people i i knew or had worked with um and so if I go through them, so for example, um, the other female, which is a fellow dancer colleague of mine called Marie, I'd worked with um, consistently. And I knew one thing I am quite, as a choreographer and a teacher, um, she has beautiful technique. Um, and I and also I knew how she moved. So I knew, and great flexibility. So I knew whatever I put on her, I knew how it was going to look. Um, the other two, other two dancers, so it's Oliver and Bruno, both who I previously worked with. Um, Bruno is, um, he's the guy with the long hair. Um, so he's a he's an Italian ballet dancer. And I knew that because I didn't know initially who was going to be doing partner work. And I knew I needed a couple of people who were strong with partner work and who could lift and recover. And so I, I had at least two, just so I was sort of covering my back. Um, he's a beautiful dancer. And Oliver, who I'd worked with, who is one of the most versatile dancers I've ever worked with. Um, he can do anything from intense hip hop to beautiful contemporary. And that's what I wanted. I need someone who could completely adapt themselves. And then I've got um, Keith, who is the one who's doing all the lifting. Yeah. I mean, another one, he's, he's a beautiful man, you know, with a great physique. Um, and he is a brilliant actor and he's very expressive with his body. So I sort of had... I kind of I wanted all the rest of the ensemble to look very different and look very different to Karis. Um, so I do feel like I kind of covered everything. So so it was representing, you know, everyday life, you know, people who you meet on the street. You know, what I mean, it's just these are people you come across. But then they're this pack and pray kind of representative. Um, but everybody did an absolutely brilliant job and everybody moves slightly differently, which I like. Um, everyone's got their own nuances in um certain combinations and you know putting the accents on different parts but it comes together really beautifully yeah 100 percent. and and so the music was the music like chosen before you started shooting like how did it or was it chosen like during editing 
a, a bit of both, a bit of both. So um, prior to shooting, we actually did some sample recording of my parents um, who are both professional classical musicians um, wow. to, to use and get some inspiration. Um, so we did that. And then Brendan came up with the basic the basic beat, which is what their, um, the main big section where they're all dancing in unison, we had that already. So we knew what that was so that I could choreograph to it because I wanted to choreograph to the exact BPM of what he was then going to compose further down the line. Um, so we had we had a basic kind of theme, if you like. Um, but then through the edit, it then got developed further and further. We did another recording with my cousin, who is a professional um, viola and violin player, um, to really add some kind of almost horror strings to, to the score. Um, but yeah, Brendan developed it sort of throughout the edit because, you know, we were, the edit was a, was a process, which I was very new to. Um, so, and it, and it took a while to get it exactly right. Um, so then obviously the music adapted with that and and he, he did all that. So he absolutely smashed it. Well, quick, quick segue. Like, it seems like you're from a really profound musical family. <laughs> like, yeah. so you must have been, it must have been in your, in your, in your ear the whole your whole childhood like that kind of like you said your parents are classical uh musicians that's uh, that's quite the childhood you had one would assume yeah yeah I mean I I've that's I mean I'm named after an opera I mean it's both yeah. my um parents are big film um session musicians so basically a lot of films you can name if you hear any percussion or flute playing it is my parents sounds like I'm tooting my parents horn but you know what I mean part um, of the, the fun my... the tooting the parents horn yeah yeah <laughs> um and my dad um well toured with Hans Zimmer for a couple of years um so yeah it's so I knew I knew I knew I wanted to with the music um kind of keep some of my roots in there yeah um especially because it was my first film and you know and obviously kind of never forget where you've come from to an essence um I think I'm the only one in my family that dances I think I was the only one that went down that route but um, there are a lot of artists and creatives and it's just you know, another it's form of, of just another form of beats though i'm noticing that my daughter does uh piano and she does dance and it's there's some there's a lot of similarities in terms of like beats and kind of routine and i don't know that's from my experience yeah. at least oh no completely agree completely agree tell her to keep at it oh she yeah she's she but then you understand the, the the competitive dance world she's only seven is pretty pretty nuts it's pretty crazy so yeah but tell her not to give up the piano. That was one of my biggest regrets. Oh, I really? wish I'd carried the piano. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you have? Do you play any other instruments? I'm assuming you you have, kind of have to with your family. Yeah, I, I mean, I used to play um, the flute to quite a high level, and then I did play piano as well. But then when I started taking dancing way more seriously, there just wasn't enough time <laughs> to fit in everything after school. So I made a choice, and I knew I wanted to dance. Um, and yeah after school and then went straight off to dance college and that was that like that was I was 100% determined to become a dancer but I look back now and I'm like oh, if I carried on with the flute or if I carried on with the piano you know but it's always it's just life isn't it yeah, well, that, we've, like, we all have that experience I guess all right so let's talk about the editing then so you're like you said you worked on set you've done choreography like you said you did AD work but I one can argue that the film was made in the editing room, right? So yes. So how yeah. was that experience think, for you? It must have been a real education for you from a filmmaking standpoint. 
Oh, 100%. And I actually, I I mean, number one, I'll be absolutely honest. I This whole, the whole editing thing was completely new to me. Um, and I mean, I'd, I'd been in the editing suite for a previous film that I'd choreographed, but it I was more for an eye for continuity on that one. Um, but this actually making those conscious decisions, um, I found really tough. And I actually have learned so much from Brendan um, because he, he did the edit. Um, and he taught me something so important when it comes to editing. And he was like, not to be too emotionally attached to an original idea. Yeah. Because when you then come to put it all together at the end and create something so beautiful. And I had, uh, and I was, and he's absolutely right. I was so, we'd shot um, an original ending, which was actually in the ocean. And I was like, this is it. This is how it's going to be. And I was so set on my idea. But actually, when we came to look at it and followed everything through, it didn't work. But I was still like, you know, no, no, we, we need to keep this in. And he was like, he was like, trust me. And he's like, he's like, but it's your film. You know, like we, we developed it together. But he gave me this confidence to be like, actually, try something, try this or try that. And it was absolutely right. Um, and then, but the editing, it did take take a while and we actually did a so we'd filmed everything on location and then we actually ended up doing a reshoot of um some so all the shots where Karis is um in the blue lighting and the blue color grade where it's a lot of like the sort of musculoskeletal work seeing all of her back and everything like that and like a lot of close-up shots of her face was done on a, a much later date um so we so we had all that to add in and I'm so glad we did that um but Brendan I, I can't take credit for the edit because that that what that was Brendan even though I was there the whole time and saying you know what I thought worked um, and it was completely collaborative but the actual skill what was Brendan um, and then color grading which I knew nothing about which to me is incredibly stressful um, <laughs> that that took a while to get right um, because we use we use the colorist but I look, trying to get it right in the sense of you know, every time we got the location looking beautiful, then we might lose some of the skin tone or the skin tone would be too saturated. So trying to balance those was was quite a challenge. But I think it's we got it. We got it just right. So, <laughs> yeah, you did for sure. And yeah, and you put the, the whole films together. And as you probably understand, too, is that you're never going to get exactly what you want. And it's always going to be a little bit different from what you envisioned. But that's part of the filmmaking process, I guess. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's definitely an education, but one that I've, I'm so grateful for. Well, listen, it's a perfect first film for you. It's four minutes. It's, it tells a really great story. Someone who sees a lot of dance films. This is a pretty, this is a pretty great film, uh, dance film, because it's like, it has an emotional journey and and basically, and we get it. And basically it's, and there's a universal thematic to it too, even though it kind of has a sad ending to it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, it's, i wouldn't exactly call it a happy ending <laughs> yeah yeah but someone i was talking to someone from uh, who made a, a family film from uh, london a couple of days ago and she said that and she goes she wanted to make a happy ending because people in britain always make sad endings so she wanted to have a happy ending so so i don't uh, know if you agree no, with no, that but you're sad, so <laughs> i think i think i got to the part i didn't want to because i think a lot of films which not that this is a a direct sort of representation of depression or anxiety or panic or anything like that. However, there's a lot of times where 
it doesn't end up great if if no. you're not treated correctly or asking for help or reaching out or you know or supported and so there is a there is a hint of it's not you know this is reality yeah even though this is an experimental kind of fantasy per fantasy kind of film it's actually about reality yeah so no, you you, yeah. you said it well. Like you, you have to have a little help, and you have to have the desire to to want to be to get better, and and it's not an easy process. So, yeah, fantastic film. What did you think about the North American audience? Uh, we send the feedback to you. What, what do you think? What they had to say about your film? I cried. I've, I've I cried watching it. I was so emotional. I don't know why. There was every. I mean, it's the first time I've I've seen a feedback video such as this about something I've done so just on a personal note I was you know like oh they're talking about my film but <laughs> but I thought do you know what I found so interesting is um people talking about how it looks like a shot on film and Brendan actually used he'll kill me if I get the terminology wrong but <laughs> I he used a dream filter on the camera okay. um which gave it this really beautiful film kind of vintage looking um kind of demeanor and and people really noticed that and I love and I loved that they did because I thought it was the perfect choice and and I also loved that people um because I I did have a couple of um people not so sure on the title um and but seeing how people have taken that and seen that it's been flipped on its head I was like okay no it is actually really getting through because a lot of the time when you ask you know you show your film to your close friends and family you know they try and not be biased but you know they're obviously yeah. trying to be supportive so it's it's really refreshing and so interesting to see from completely fresh eyes and also from not necessarily dancers do you know what i mean or actors or you know just people who are watching an experimental short film what they get out of it yeah. and i and i'm really proud that my message is seeming to get through and um, because obviously that was my worry um you know, I suppose every filmmaker has worries about portraying what they, you know, originally wanted to. Yeah. Um, but I do feel it's got through in a, in a beautiful way. So I'm, I'm incredibly proud and so grateful that you guys did that. Thank you so much. Well, of course. And like I said, and like Brendan, like we showed it, we uh, did it for uh, his other film before. And like, we're, like I, I actually want to see what you do next. I want to see your next film because I want to see what happens oh, with coming. your process. It's coming. It's coming. Yeah, don't worry. Okay. It's kind of, it's, in the, it's in the works. That's that's the rest of my day is start doing a bit of pre-production for that. So. Oh, good, because that's it's all about the body of work, right? So basically, you got the first under one the under under the belt. The second one, from my experience, is usually the I'm not trying to. It's usually the hardest one, right? It's the hardest one to do. It's the it's the leap from the because now you have a lot of information behind your back, and then you have that you know what I mean. So so I think you're going to do. I think it's going to be very. You do. It's going to do amazing jobs with it. So I'm just saying. Thank I'm, I can't you wait so. To see Thank you so much. So let's let's talk when that film is made. And uh, congratulations on the success of this film. I'm, I'm sure it's doing very well for yourself. And uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to chatting with you again in the future. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thanks. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, for me.